0: Hello lovely and welcome to Notes from a Small Room, the podcast from Salamnico, hosted by me, Alexandra Spear, having the conversations they won't put on a t-shirt. Thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. Um, the podcast has now been going for, I think is three four months which is really exciting um and we've covered lots and lots of topics um so thanks for sticking with me while i ramble through them um this episode i wanted to talk about one that i believe is really important in the self-love journey um and basically i wanted to talk about uh re-education So how vital it is to incorporate re-education into your self-love journey, what it can do for you, and how important it is to building a better tomorrow, not only for yourself, but also for the people around you and the world in general. So what is re-education? So for anyone who's not practiced it or familiar with the idea um this might also just be like my own word for it so if there's others out there I apologize um but basically re-education is where you question everything that you've been taught so as to build your own perspective of the world rather than the perspective that you've either grown up with been taught or already been subjected to so for example there are hundreds upon thousands of cultures and in our childhood um we're only subjected to one usually unless we're in um a two-culture household um so if my our parents are from different countries different cultures we're more likely to have grown up around two different ones but if our parents or carers um, are from a single culture, chances are we'll have only that culture to guide us on our worldview. And this can sometimes lead to um, a very limited perspective on the world, not necessarily a bad one, just one that doesn't take into account all the other options out there. Um, Through education, so school and stuff, and we're more open to different cultures through not only what we're taught in the classroom, but also the friends we make um, and the friends that we don't make as well. But it does get to a stage where you have to educate yourself. So you can no longer um, say that your perspective is because of your parents or your upbringing or how you were taught. Your perspective as you get older is completely down to you and how you re-educate yourself. How you re-educate yourself will also impact how you see yourself, how you analyze situations and also how you interact with experiences and life in general. And what I want you to get from this podcast is a way to re-educate yourself that isn't completely overwhelming, because it's quite an overwhelming idea. The idea of completely um, taking back everything that you were taught or that you've learned since childhood, throwing it all away and starting again. And if you're looking for a more simple way to look at this idea, it's basically imagining every day that you're going out into the world and you've never seen it before and you're experiencing sorry, experiencing everything again for the first time. So you start off and maybe you like it's a sunny day. And so you decide like, okay, do I enjoy sunny days? Or was it just something that I was taught to enjoy or told that I enjoyed? So I enjoy it now. Like I remember having it with um, like rainy days and like walking in the rain. And it was one of those situations where I kind of realized, like having done it, when I was in that mindset of re-education, retraining my brain. I was like, yeah, I I don't enjoy walking in the rain. It was just something that I had to do as a kid and that I was told I enjoyed. But actually as an adult, I really don't enjoy it. And it's like that not only with like basic situations, like um, you know, what you enjoyed listening to music wise. Is the music that you listen to actually things that make you happy? Or are they genres that you listen to because they were cool when you were at school or because the people who you surround yourself with listen to them? The people who you surround yourself with have a huge impact not only on what you think you like, but also on how you interact with the world around you. And that's also a huge part of re-education when you sit down with yourself and you go through the world with a heightened um, kind of awareness really of what you like and don't like and what you feel safe with and not safe with you'll probably realise that a lot of the people around you are just people that you've got used to and they don't necessarily bring any value to your life anymore that's not saying that they're not valuable people it's just saying that They've taught you all that they can teach in your journey with them. And it's the same with music, with books, with types of food even, products, things like that. You start off in this process with very basic things. So start off with like the perfume that you wear. Do you actually like it? Or is it something that you just wear because you get used to So a lot of things that we do nowadays, we just do because we're used to them, because they feel safe, because they're part of habits or routines. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you actually find value in them or that you enjoy them. And that's where this process is so important. So it's taking you out of your comfort zone and building practices that actually enrich your life because otherwise you're just walking around in the world on autopilot, which doesn't help you and it doesn't bring you any value. As you go deeper into this process, you'll also probably come across the mindset re-education. So as you start looking at the products that you have, realizing what you do and don't actually like, in your home, that's a very big aspect. You'll also probably realize maybe as you become more aware of yourself and the way that you're interacting with the world, that the mindset that you have is just one that you've adopted because either it was one that your parents had, so you adopted it because generationally that's what you believe worked. And I talk about this in I think it was the first episode of the podcast where I said how um, looking for a partner, we often copy how our parents found a partner or how people who we looked up to found a partner. And that often creates um, generational issues because we just copy and it's kind of like autopilot. And so just like with finding relationships that actually work, finding a mindset that works is very similar so you take what you know and then you sit with it you experiment with different ideas different theories educate yourself not just re-education but like go into a bookstore and go into like the philosophy section the political section and look at different schools of thinking so humanism uh, stoicism All of that, like the experiment with life. Experiment with different values. And sometimes you might experiment with one value for a really long time. And sometimes you might experiment with a different value for a very short time. But again, it's all to do with this re-education process. Again, even with like food and stuff. So what you consume... What you consume isn't necessarily what's best for your body. It's just either because you grew up on it or because the people around you eat it or because it's easy, it's accessible, all of those things. That doesn't mean that it's what's best for you. And re-education is finding what's best for you, what suits you as a, um yeah, at your core, really. So forget what's socially acceptable forget what people around you are doing and actually become aware of what you're interacting with. What do you feel comfortable with? Do you feel comfortable with the way that you speak? Like does it, do you actually enjoy hearing yourself talk? Do you like the rhetoric that you use? Or do you just use it because you grew up with it because people around you say it in that way? Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself by calling yourself out on areas which you're just continuing because they feel comfortable. And call yourself out on areas where you are prejudiced. So, part of free education is teaching yourself as much as you can about the world to try and get a different perspective on it. Try and get as many perspectives as you can. Go out of your social circle, join different clubs, try new things. Put yourself out there to be a beginner, to be uncomfortable, because you only learn about yourself when you are pushing yourself. If you're comfortable then that's great, but you're not learning anything about yourself. When something feels simple and easy, when it feels natural, that's probably a good sign that you're actually connecting with something. So, for example, if you start a new club and you really fit with the people and you don't feel like you're having to fake any part of yourself, that's probably a good sign that it's natural to you. But that also takes a lot of practice and it's part of the process to find out what it is to not fake being yourself. Because... Often, again, sorting through perspectives, ideologies, um, likes and dislikes is more about discovering who you are rather than discovering who you were or who you want to be. It's very much a case of sitting with yourself in the present and going, okay, what works, what doesn't work? what didn't work and where do you want to be like who do you want to be in the future because what you're doing today is building is building that future and you might not think it is but it really really is and what's the best way to start this process so i mean i'm a writer so i will always suggest that you sit down with your journal and you make a list. Make a list of everything. So what was the like, main religion that you grew up around? What was the main political ideology that you grew up around? What was the class that you grew up in? What kind of schools did you go to? Who did you socialise with? What music were you like listening to from a young age? What were the kind of conversations that your family would have? How did your family speak to you? And you just go through all of these very basic things, like, you know, what, what was the first book that you remember reading or being read to? And as you start with these basic things, you start to build a very concrete picture of the person who you were and the person who you probably are now carrying through. And you get to really look at it and go, you know, is this me? Do I like this? Do I want to continue this? And you'll probably find that most of it you don't, because that's not who you are. That's who you, like, the generation before you were. And hopefully you'll be wanting to improve on that and actually become more authentic. And then basically what you want to do with that list... Is you want to keep it but you want to almost um, force your brain to forget everything so delete all your playlists delete social media platforms or just come off of them go into a space where you can observe and experience without the opinions of other people swaying you because that's another thing re-education makes people uncomfortable because it's making you question everything that you already knew and it's saying like this isn't necessarily you and this isn't necessarily right and this isn't the only perspective on the world it asks you to broaden your horizons And the best way to do that is to be by yourself. And that's not saying that you have to like, run to the furthest reaches of the earth and sit in a cave and not talk to anyone. Of course, talk to people. That's the only way that you'll learn. Be open to conversations, but be open to conversations from avenues that you haven't yet explored. And there's a quote out there live every day as though it's your last but with re-education I prefer to think of it as live every day as though it's your first so go out into the world and experience everything for the first time you know do you like this time of year do you like driving a car do you even like cars (laughs) do you like the clothes that you're wearing do they make you feel comfortable how do you feel talking on the phone or talking to a particular person or going to your job or listening to a certain piece of music it's asking you to really connect with the world on a higher level of awareness because without awareness you can't re-educate yourself because you're switched off from yourself and Where this fits into self-love is basically saying that you as an individual are worth relearning the world for. So to give yourself a better experience, you are willing to step into the world as though you've never seen it before, forget what you were taught, how you were brainwashed for another, for want of a better phrase and really take your perspective into your own hands without the prejudice of culture or religion or political faction or socioeconomic background. There shouldn't be an experience out there that you don't have a personal opinion on. ...that isn't related to your background or your current status. It should all come from a space inside of you. And a space which is well informed. And you will probably find that within re-education... ...your, like, who you are spans different areas. So, for example, you might really align with a certain school of thought... But then you feel like your political values are in a party which is different to that school of thought. That's okay. We're humans. We're not supposed to be simple. Nothing on this earth is simple. But re-education is asking yourself to be a better you. And to love yourself enough to do it because it takes time and it takes energy and it takes dedication and patience but it definitely brings a higher quality to the life you, you're living and it will also probably set you up to live the life that you want rather than the life that generations before you have existed in or that the people who you grew up around wanted for you or that your peers are existing within as well. and. If you've got any questions on this, do you get in touch with me because I'm aware that I've only really like, skimmed across the idea. But it is a really important part of the self-love journey. And it's important, as I said at the beginning of this episode, not only to your own journey, but to the journeys of others and your perspective on the world. In the last episode I talked about the happiness complex and I suggested that you made a list of things that make you happy. So did you? And did you realise that probably most of the things that you put down are very simple elements of your life that you can actually put into your routine on a daily basis and slowly build up so that soon every part of your life is filled with these little blips of happiness that just make your experience a whole lot more fulfilling and enjoyable so let me know what they were and in this episode the question that I wanted to cover from last week not last week last episode even (laughs) is what's the phrase that you find yourself saying to yourself the most and I wanted to do two for these one for the time before I worked on retraining that little voice in my head and one for where I'm at now because I A, wanted to show that I'm human <laughs> and if you've got a negative Um, primary voice then you're not alone I've been there before and also to show you that you can retrain that voice and if you want to know more about that I have done an episode on this but anyway so answering the question that I posed last week the phrase that I used to say to myself the most was um basically you're such a huge can't even say it now um you're so useless or you useless bitch or something along those veins it was very negative very like it just constantly reinforced this idea that I was useless that I was unlovable and that my existence on this earth was pretty unnecessary uh, which course isn't the healthiest for you to have on yourself but through retraining that voice so my primary voice the phrase that I now say most to myself is it's okay and you're doing great and it's just those little reassuring words like they're not flowery they're pretty damn basic but saying that to myself so often, like, especially when things go wrong, and you know, we trip up, that's normal. But instead of constantly putting myself down when I trip up, or when I'm feeling anxious, or when things aren't exactly going as I planned, to hear that primary voice saying something reassuring makes me feel a whole lot less flustered than when it was saying something negative. So, yeah, listen to that episode that I did on retraining your primary voice. Um, and let me know what your phrase is. And if you've got a before and after, then do let me know. But yeah, so the question that I want you to think about for the next episode is this. What's one moment that you remember as being perfect... And is it a moment that you can rebuild into your life? Let me know what it is. And I really look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. Don't forget that One Step, the self-love workbook that I wrote, is available on www.salemnico.com to buy and download. And if you want to stay up to date with everything happening at Solemnico, then you can find me on Instagram at Solemnico. There are lots of exciting things happening with the brand Um, and thanks for coming along for the ride and supporting me via this podcast. It really means a lot. So if you can, click the subscribe button. Uh, You can find the podcast on Substack, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And yeah, I look forward to catching up with you. Take care. Bye.